Welcome, everybody, to the premiere episode of the Beating the Odds podcast. This is going to be a weekly podcast developed by myself and my buddy, Sean. This show is going to be all about fantasy football, sports talk, and sports wagering. Sean, what is up, my buddy? How you doing, Bushy? Good. Things are going good. I am so glad we got this show off the ground, my man. We've been talking about it for a while, and it has come to fruition. We are set to go. All right, Sean, so jumping right in here, let's talk about some things that have recently been happening around the world of the NFL. Antonio Brown, what is up with this guy, man? I've been watching Hard Knocks on HBO. This lid controversy is insane. What What is this guy thinking, man? I don't really know. I feel like he's being paid. He's on a new team. I can understand if the helmets may be affecting his vision or something. I don't really know what the concern is here, but I don't really understand what's going on. Does this guy know what technology is? I mean, come on. Yeah, there's definitely a problem with concussions in the league. The league's trying to address it by giving new helmets, and I don't understand what he's doing. So the next thing, talking about new, let's go to contracts. New contracts. Zeke, he's, the Cowboys get him signed before day one. He's supposed to play limited role this Sunday. What do you think about that? I'm glad. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm glad they were able to pay him the money he needs. He is a good back to have for the future. Um, as far as that goes, I think it's just kind of dragging down other players and causing more holdouts from other teams because the Rams are just setting the market cap really high at their value positions as quarterback and running back. I totally agree. I don't think the Rams are doing the league any favor. That's for the players and the owners. I guess which brings us to the final holdout, which is Melvin Gordon of the L.A. Chargers. I have heard that the Eagles were offering up a couple picks uh, to get his services, which was turned down by the Chargers. And most recently, uh, the rumor mill has him going to possibly Baltimore. What do you think about him possibly landing there? Well, it would be a shocker for sure just because they brought in Mark Ingram this year. Uh, It would be a good fit because it's a run-first offense. He'd fit well there. I think uh, it would be a great option, but, you know, I can see it in your face, Sean. He's uh, Mark Ingram's on your fantasy team. You don't want that guy anywhere around that team, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't really want him anywhere near that team. I ha- have three fantasy leagues right now. Uh, I have both of those running backs on individual teams. Um, all the holdouts this year definitely mess up uh, fantasy football drafts in general. This year's draft was really weird for me because – uh, in the two leagues that I am currently in, I both had I both leagues I, I pulled the number five slot, which is to be honest, frankly shit. <laughs> you know, it's it's you're outside the top three or four guys. Um, do you go number one receiver at that point? And with Ezekiel Elliott being up in the air, uh, man, it was just a crapshoot for me. How did you end up doing in your drafts? Overall, I like him. Uh, I was the fifth pick in one of my other leagues as well. Uh, not a fan of that spot, that's for sure. Uh, I was deciding between David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, and I was actually contemplating just taking James Conner there because he's in a, behind a good O-line in Pittsburgh, and Le'Veon Bell was a top performer there for years, and I don't know why he's so low this year in drafts. Speaking of the Steelers, I think you've got them down as – one of your AFC Divisional champions. I do, I do. So uh, 
let's get into that. Let's talk about uh, your predictions for the upcoming NFL season. I am totally hyped to hear about these. I'll give you some input uh, of my own. Um, I'm no expert. But uh, why don't you tell me who you've got winning each division in the AFC? Yeah, right now I've got New England winning the AFC East. Pittsburgh Steelers taking the AFC North, Houston Texans winning the AFC South, and the Kansas City Chiefs taking the AFC West. All right, let's go over those picks for just a second. New England, shitty division. Very shitty. Good quarterback, aging, no Gronkowski. They can still do it? I think so. They got Bill Belichick. He'll probably be there till he's in his hundreds. And he's just looking to get as many championships as he can get. And uh, to be honest with you, I know Gronk's doing this whole CBD side business, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised, man. This guy, you can hear in his interviews on other shows, he misses football. I think he was just a little bit fatigued, a little bit banged up, but uh, I don't think I don't think he's going to sit out the whole season. That's just my feeling. Pittsburgh, I like that pick. Um, tell me why you got the Steelers winning that division. Steelers, I think they got rid of Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, some players that were causing locker room problems. Uh, I think that's going to kind of clear the air for them, give them some new breath, and just they want to power forward and get another Super Bowl for Big Ben before he can retire. I like that. I like that pick a lot. I do think that getting rid of locker room cancers is always a plus, team unity. And uh, I like Mike Tomlin, man. He's a good coach. Houston, I don't know much about them. You know, Jadavian Clowney. I don't think that's as big a loss as what people think. Um, it's just going to be up to that team to stay healthy. I, to me, injuries is always a big concern with them. But, uh, you know, they've got Deshaun Watson up and comer, man. He's on my fantasy team uh, as my number one starting quarterback. I think he's going to put up big numbers if Hopkins can stay healthy. And then finally, you have Kansas City. That one I'm going to question, my friend, only because I don't know if Mahomes can do it two years in a row. This guy was a freak of nature last year. Yeah, last year Mahomes threw for 5,097 yards, had 50 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, 113.8 passer rating. I definitely think he'll regress. But real quick, I want to cycle back to Houston in that clowny trade. I definitely think that it was an improvement for Houston because they definitely need O-line help, and they got what they need to help protect uh, Watson from his blind side and definitely uh, help give them a little bit more of a running attack. Let's move along. Why don't you give me the NFC? Yeah, in the NFC I have Dallas taking the East. Homer pick. Homer pick, for sure. Uh, Minnesota Vikings taking the North. New Orleans Saints taking the South. And the Rams taking the West. I do think Dallas is a good team. I think that um, if they can, you know, uh, put the pieces in motion, I I think in that division, you know, they've got the Eagles. But other than that, really nothing that they're going to run into. Minnesota, I think they're a sleeper team, man. I think for some reason they took a couple steps back. But I really see them making progress this year. I really like that pick. Uh, New Orleans, they're always good. And then the Rams, uh, I feel about the Rams the way I do the Kansas City Chiefs. I just feel that Sean McVay was a novelty act last year. And 
in this league, it's it's too good. The players are too good. The coaches are too good to try to fool people two years in a row. I agree with that. Um, Seattle's definitely going to give them a run for their money there. That's my pick. I do. I definitely like that. I, I mean, Clowney instantly makes their defense better. Um, Russell Wilson, he's going to have a big contract. Um, who do you got for the wild cards? In the wild card race, I like the Chargers and either Indianapolis or Baltimore. I know a lot of people are down on Indianapolis after Andrew Luck retired suddenly, but I still think they have what it takes to get there. Uh, I understand Andrew Luck's tears when he was crying because he knows he has the team in place that can help get him to the Super Bowl this year, and he's disappointed that he can't be there. They were actually one of my Super Bowl picks this year. Uh, I bet on them at 12-1. to And not having Andrew Luck there, I'm pretty disappointed in that. But that being said, on a positive note, I think Jacoby Brissett is not going to be that bad of a step down. I think this guy's a solid backup. He had the tutelage of Andrew Luck. And the guy still has Ty Hilton and some other big-name players out there. And they've got one of the best offensive lines now in football. So don't be surprised if this team is in the wild card hunt. Okay, so as we bring predictions for the upcoming season to a close, we've got the AFC, the NFC. Uh, we've got AFC wild card. Who's your NFC wild card? I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seattle Seahawks is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, not a super tough division. That new acquisition, obviously, of Clowney. Uh, Russell Wilson new contract. I mean, we're we're gonna see big things from them. Uh, they're slowly rebuilding that defense. Maybe Legion of Boom Part Two. Uh, let's move on. Sleepers. Who do you got for your AFC sleeper? AFC sleeper. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville Jaguars. Another great defense. Yep, they're very solid defense. Uh, not to mention two years ago in the 2017-2018 season, they went 10 and six. They got rid of Blake Bortles. They still have Leonard Fournette. And they brought in Nick Foles, who is a Super Bowl winner. And uh, your NFC sleeper? I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They brought in Bruce Arians. You could actually bet on them to win the division at 10-1. to 1. Uh, I think that division's wide open. I think the Panthers are kind of regressing. The Saints... Drew Brees is getting old, still have what it takes, though. And the Falcons, kind of subpar, I think. So as far as that goes, I think the Bucks could be a good bet and might surprise some people. I would be remiss if we didn't cover the Cleveland Browns. You know, Brown mania, it is hypeville over there. Um, Baker Mayfield, I, I'm surprised they haven't uh, named the town after him. This guy uh, seems to be a leader. Um I've got friends that are big, big Cleveland fans. Um, I think they're going to be good. I'm not ready to drink the Kool-Aid yet about Super Bowl champs, but I think they're going to be good. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I agree with that. I think they're a little overhyped still just because they're fresh. They're still developing. Uh, I think their time will come once Ben Roethlisberger retires and they start rebuilding. Uh, I could see the Cleveland Browns start running away with that division here in the next couple of years. I think if they keep the core to, together, uh, I agree with you. I, I think in the years to come, they will be the team to beat. I just not 
like I said, I'm just not ready to uh, lay money on them to to win that yet. Um, I'll tell you the guy I like on that team. I, I love Baker, but the team I, I think the team's going to revolve around Nick Chubb. I think that guy is a hell of a running back. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe 10-6 and six is about a good record for them. Um, I know a lot of people are predicting much more. I've heard, you know, Super Bowl picks, so on and so forth. Um, and I think everything on that ship sails really smooth, Sean, until they hit adversity. And when coach has to get in Baker's face or has to get into Odell's face, how do they respond to that? I think that's the big question. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Odell Beckham, we don't know how he's going to react over there in Cleveland. Nick Chubb's definitely got to keep things going on the ground to open up some receiver routes for Baker Mayfield. Kareem Hunt, I don't think will be that relevant unless Nick Chubb gets hurt. And I see the Cleveland Browns going 7-9. and nine. All right, Sean, this is going to bring us to probably what's going to be my favorite segment of the podcast. Straight fire, my friend. You versus me, mano a mano. So, give me your three picks. I'll give you my three picks. Sounds good to me. We'll keep track of our records. Uh, this week, I'm going to go ahead and do the Broncos, which is a pick against the Raiders. That's probably my game of the week right there. I have them winning that game 24-17. Uh, next up for my second pick, I'll probably take the Colts here, plus 6.5 against the Chargers. I have the Chargers winning that game in a close one, 21-20. I think... Uh, the Andrew Luck stuff's being overhyped, and I'm going to take the Colts with the points there. And for my third pick, I'm going to take the Vikings, minus 3.5 against the Atlanta Falcons. I have the Vikings winning that game 28-23. Seeing as I am nowhere near as skilled as you, I'll give you my three picks. I'm going to take the Jaguars, plus 3.5. They're at home, and with... The Hurricane Dorian that just went through there, that field is going to be sloppy. Mr. Mahomes is going to be on his ass. So I'm going to take the Jags plus three and a half. I'm also going to take my beloved Lions visiting the Valley of the Sun. And finally, I'm going to see you on your Raiders-Broncos game, but I'm going the other way, pal. A.B. has got a new lid, and he's going to be on fire. I'm looking at him scoring three touchdowns in his premiere, and bringing old Chucky the first victory of the season. Yeah, we're just going to have to agree to disagree there on that Bronco game. Uh, We're going to go ahead and give you a little bonus segment here. Everybody else has got their own show. Colin Cowherd's got the Blazing Five. We got R.J. Bell over there doing the Dream Preview. They like to give their their top five picks for the Hilton Contest. I'm just going to go ahead and throw in five every week as well just to kind of keep track. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the same three picks I did. Blanc- uh, Broncos, got to pick them. Do the Colts, plus six and a half. Titans, plus five and a half. Vikings, minus three and a half. And the Lions, minus two and a half. All right, Sean, I can't believe it. First episode is almost in the books. Not much to really talk about with fantasy football this week, but I'm going to hand it off to you just to give – Maybe a couple waiver things that you'd like to tell the listeners about. Go right ahead, man. Yeah, in fantasy football, I don't usually like to draft the defense too early. Um, I usually stream week to week. So if you're 
looking for a defensive help this week. I like the Lions against the rookie quarterback in Arizona. Detroit's defense has been pretty solid. Eagles at home against Washington would also be a good week one start. And I like the Broncos against the Raiders. Please, uh, if you do listen to the podcast, uh, share it. Uh, Get the word of mouth out there. We hope to grow this thing. We just want to try to grow this into something big. Me and and Sean had this idea going back almost a year now. We think that sports gambling is definitely going to be legalized soon. When it is, hopefully uh, our listeners will stay loyal. But uh, to wrap up the first show, what would it be without Super Bowl picks? Well, I'm going to start off first by saying I had three bets before the year starts. Uh, I had the Chargers at 18 to one. I have the Colts at 13 to one. This was before Andrew Luck retired, before Melvin Gordon decided to hold out, and I was very happy with the Cowboys at 30 to one. Very happy with that one. So, uh, what's your final pick? Well, with everything going on with Andrew Luck over there and the Colts, I don't know if they're going to have what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. The Chargers with Melvin Gordon holding out, I think that's going to be a little bit of a distraction. So I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm going to think it's going to be the Steelers and the Cowboys. I think it's going to go back to the old days, have some grit there. Ezekiel Elliott signed. uh, Roethlisberger, before he gets out of there and retires, I think it's going to be a Steeler-Cowboy Super Bowl. Well, I tell you who wouldn't be disappointed with that Super Bowl is merchandise people and the networks. That is a lot of money to be made if that Super Bowl happens. My picks are a little bit more off the wall, but I'm liking the Minnesota Vikings against the Indianapolis Colts. That's right. You heard it here. I think the Colts are still going to go to the Super Bowl. I would love to see that because I bet on the Colts and the Cowboys. So if it ends up being a Colts-Cowboys Super Bowl, I'll be loving that. All right. Well, hey, man, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been an awesome experience. I know it's a little rough for Episode 1. I can only promise you it'll get better. you have anything in closing to say, Sean? Well, I'm just excited that we got this up and going. Uh, I'm excited to hear how uh, our fans react to this. It's going to be an every week thing. Uh, hopefully we just provide you some winning picks, and hopefully it's something unique and different than that's already out there. All right. Later.